Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to his word proclaimed. Let us pray. Oh God, we come to you knowing that we do have a story to tell, the story of your love, the story of your grace, and how that impacts each and every one of us. So God, during this time, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. You know, I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs to sing, especially in in a congregational setting. Because it echoes the importance of, of why it is that we're here. We are here to tell a story. Now, we're starting a new sermon series called All You Can, and this is going to be over the next four months, and this is our stewardship series. I have a good friend of mine, whenever I told him that I was getting ready to start our stewardship series this week, he just looked at me like, why in the world are you doing that? I says, because we have a story to tell. We have a story to tell about what Christ is doing in our lives. And if we are being stewards of what God has given us, we need to have a moment where we do this. Now, to be honest, if you're not familiar with the stewardship campaign, I will go out and say this is where we ask for money to help fund our missions and ministries for 2017. Just flat out and honest about that. But for me, stewardship is much more than just asking for money. Stewardship is a way for us to be in the community, to be in the world. Last year at this time, I was at a conference in Orlando, Florida. And there was a church planning guru by the name of Phil Maynard who was there. And he said during our time together about the church that we don't just exist For people to show up in the pews, we exist to transform lives. To me, that's the definition of stewardship. Stewardship isn't making sure that the lights are on, making sure that the room is climate controlled where we're all comfortable during our Sunday morning worship times. But stewardship is about what we can do to transform lives. I mean, there's three ways that we do that. When we do a stewardship campaign, it's a time to give thanks. You know, we look around this room, we hear each other sing, we we fellowship at our fifth Sunday brunch time, we, we sing in the choir, we give thanks for all that God has given us. Each Sunday, you're going to see a video snippet like the one that we had. You know, this week we celebrated a time where we found out that the senior center was going to be without their building. 
And there are seniors who go to meet there that if they did not have that one lunch, they would have gone without food for the entire week. That's just a fact. And when Robin came and told us about that, we said, no, that's not going to happen. Not since we're the church right across the street from the senior center. They're going to come over here, and we're going to feed them. And as Robin said, we fed over 150 seniors that last week. And it was a blessing. It was an honor to sit down and just to talk with some of them and, and just to be in fellowship. Another video that you're going to hear, but I want to go ahead and start planting a bug in your ear. This Thursday, I am going to spend my first time over at Davis Elementary School with a couple of second graders. I finally passed all the background checks and all that stuff and got all that stuff done. So I'm going to go spend time with two little buddies over at Davis Elementary School just to let them know that somebody loves them. Let them know that somebody cares for them. If you're interested in being a part of that, we have a form that Rachel Camp came up with that we'll be glad to give to you, and you can fill that out, and we can get you plugged in over at Davis Elementary, too. See, we have so much to be thankful for, so many ways that we can be in ministry to the community around us. A stewardship campaign is also a time to look forward. Sometimes it's easy to look back. Sometimes it's easy to remember the good old days and how we used to do things. But also sometimes when we look back at the good old days and how we used to do things, it's like playing a, a nightmare in our minds. And we want that nightmare to go away. And the best way to do that is to work together to look forward to see how we can do what God has called us to do. But as we sang about it, it's a time to tell the story of the church. It's a great story. Tracy and I and my mom have been blessed to become a part of the family of First United Methodist Church of Royce City. We love coming to worship here. We love meetings here, believe it or not. We love singing, we love fellowshipping, we love all of these things, being a part of this congregation. Because you know that we have a story to tell. And that story impacts us and it impacts the world around us. So how, so how do we tell our story? Well, Jesus gives us an example of that. Actually, it's not really Jesus that's giving us the example it's how he is talking to somebody that he had a relationship with. This gives us a way to share our story. Our scripture for this morning comes from Mark chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. The words will be up on the screen. While Jesus was climbing into the boat, the one who had been demon-possessed pleaded with Jesus to let him come along as one of his disciples. But Jesus wouldn't allow it. Go home to your own people, Jesus said, and tell them what the Lord has done for you and how he has shown you mercy. The man went away and began to proclaim in the ten cities all that Jesus had done for him and everyone 
was amazed. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This story comes at kind of the beginning of the Gospel of Mark. Right before this, in the fourth chapter, we have several of the teachings of Jesus and parables. And then right before Jesus meets up with this man who had legions of demons inside of him, I think he gets the disciples ready to experience this miracle. As they were going across the Sea of Galilee, a storm came up, and the disciples were scared, and Jesus said, don't worry, I am here with you, and he calmed the storms. They come, and they they land on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which was the Gentile side of the Sea of Galilee. We know this because, well, they had pigs there. The Jewish people, they didn't eat pigs, so there would be no need for them to be in their part of, of the Sea of Galilee. And as Jesus is teaching and meeting people, this man comes up with him filled with demons. He says, my name is Legion because I have multiple demons inside of me. And Jesus removes the demons from this man, puts them into a bunch of pigs, and the pigs all kill themselves. So as Jesus is getting ready to leave, the man who was possessed by the demons He says, I want to come with you. And Jesus reminds him, no, you're not supposed to come with me. You need to go back to your people and share what God has done. I don't know about you, but for me, that happens in my life a lot. When I have a a great experience with Christ, whether it be at church camp or an Emmaus movement, or maybe even just the most powerful worship experience. I want to stay right there with Jesus. I don't, want to, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to be with Jesus. But Jesus looks at every single one of us, and he says, no, you can't stay here. You have to go and tell your story to others so that others can hear the work of the Lord and they can come and the story that you have told can become their story. So what does it look like? What does it look like to actually share your story? Well, the first thing is that when we share our story, we need to focus on one special thing. When I was thinking about this, the movie City Slickers came to mind. Remember Curly from City Slickers? He was that that, that cowboy that met up with Billy Crystal and his other two friends as they were out trying to figure out their lives. And Curly looked at Billy Crystal and he said, well, it's, it's this. And he held up a finger. And, of course, Billy Crystal, the way he is, a smart aleck, he says, what, your finger? He said, no, it's not my finger. It's this. It's one thing. I think sometimes when we tell our story, we want to to put everything in the story, and people get overwhelmed by everything that we're bombarding them with. But we need to remember that we have one story to tell, and that is the saving love of Jesus 
Christ. But I will admit, sometimes it's hard to focus on this one thing, isn't it? When life gets busy around us, when the kids get sick, when maybe things aren't going well in our relationships, or maybe our job is, is overwhelming, it gets hard to focus on that one thing. But the good news is, friends, it is just one thing that we need to remember. And that is, our second thing, is that we need to point to Jesus. Every single thing that we do when we share our story, let's point to the one who gives us life and life abundantly. Paul put it this way in 1 Corinthians one twenty-three. He says, but we preach Christ crucified, which is a scandal to the Jews and foolishness for the Greeks. See, it was a scandal for the Jews because, well, they crucified Christ. And, and they didn't want to take responsibility for that. And it was foolishness for the Gentiles because who in the, what God in their right mind would send their son to die on a cross? What God in their right mind would, would become human to begin with? That just doesn't make sense at all. In our world today, we have to deal with those two factors when we share our story. That we hold on to the fact that it is Christ crucified who saved us, who makes us in a right relationship with God, that makes us where we live a life that is full of abundance. So what do we do with this knowledge? Well, we, we tell a friend. We share what God has done in our lives. And hopefully we do it with excitement. My friend Dean Gilkinson, who comes to the early service, he always reminds me, we have the best story to share with anyone. So we have to tell somebody. But it doesn't end there, does it? It doesn't just stop at telling somebody what God has done in your life. Sharing our story involves inviting them to be a part of the story. One of the best examples of this happening is in the Gospel of John. John chapter 1, Jesus is starting his ministry, and some of John's disciples come along, and then a guy by the name of Philip comes along, and he gets so excited about what Jesus is telling him, he goes and he shares with another friend by the name of Nathaniel. And I could just see this Philip just being all excited. You won't believe what this Jesus guy has to say. He's just absolutely amazing. He's awesome. And Nathaniel's not impressed. Nathaniel actually says, what good can come out of Nazareth? And I'm sure that stopped Philip in his tracks. So Philip just gives him a simple invitation. Well, come and see. Come and see what's going on. Come and see what's happening down at the senior center when we're feeding them, when we're, we're being in fellowship with them. Come, come and see what's happening on Wednesday nights when we have our, our jam program. Come, come and see what's happening on Wednesday nights whenever the choir's practicing. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. I had an interesting phone call last week. 
you know, you get a lot of interesting phone calls as a pastor, but this one was one that I could say that I've never received before. Uh, Jonelle Page back a guy who said, my name is John, and I just wanted to tell you about one of your congregation members. First reaction was like, uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> he said, I was at Walmart in, in Wiley, and I ran across one of your congregation members who was a checker. And, and he was telling me about Jesus. He was telling me about what your church was doing to help him grow in his faith. And I will tell you, this is the guy still talking, I was very impressed with that young man. All he was doing was telling his story. All he was doing was sharing the work that God had done in his life. And I talked with Scotty about that later. And he says, I do that all the time. I, I, I want to share what God is doing in my life because it's amazing. It's wonderful to have a relationship with a God, and we should share that with others. So as we start this stewardship campaign, just want to remind you, it's not all about the money. It's about transforming lives. So think about these questions over the next few weeks. First, what are you thankful for? When we look around the sanctuary, when we look around in our small groups, when we look around just the church, what are you thankful for second what are you most looking forward to in a relationship with God and what God is doing through our church and community let me restate that again what are you most looking forward to what God can do through our church in relationship with this community and finally who can you invite to come and see? Who can you invite to be a part of what God is doing? Who can you share your story? So it could possibly become their story. And then they can share their story with others. So that they can experience the love of Jesus Christ as we experience the love of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Dear God, we love to tell the story. We love to give examples of how you are working in our lives. How you are sharing your grace and mercy with us. But Lord, just as the person that Christ healed, help us to remember that we must share that love with others. We must move forward with an active faith. And as we prepare to receive our gifts, as we prepare to receive our, our tithes and offerings, as we prepare to receive the witness that we each individually have, use that so that your kingdom may come here on earth as it is in heaven. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.